What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication, and consistency so we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them and we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things that deal with culture and things that deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, market mind, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, that's true. Especially, especially with this Roe versus Wade stuff, like how young children interact is not going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a separate way, is going to make them closer. Um, how teenagers interact or engage with each other is not going to change. But what is going to change is 
it's gonna be a lot of teenagers out here stuck with babies. Mm. Mm. It's gonna be a lot of twenty-year-olds uh, uh, with babies that you know. Uh, I didn't want to go to jail, so I had to have a baby. <laughs> like mm. that is going to be their reasoning um, based upon this law, and it's kind of like if you haven't buckled down on your parenting now, mm. you better mm. start. You mm. better start setting a standard and and building your child's confidence and self-worth male and female to be like i don't have to invite everybody to my body i don't have to show my body i don't have to engage with somebody in this sexual way in order for them to like me encourage that now because you know my child's uh dad he lost his virginity at nine Mm, 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 mm. nine mm. to someone who is older than him mm-hmm. and that is another thing where a lot of males are in spaces where they talk about different topics and they talk about how you know they lost their virginity to a grown woman but they don't call that sexual abuse they right. don't see it as oh that was an issue they see it as oh no I was okay with it Why? why, why were you okay with that why is that okay? But if my daughter is nine and she loses her virginity to a grown man, that's not deemed okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's if, if, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just gonna say real quick that goes to this sort of uh, you know I don't I don't typically don't like to have to identify this, but this is what it is. This just goes to that that patriarchal society of own of owning people's bodies that men feel like they own people's body everybody's bodies they own that they they own how everybody uses their bodies and i think that when it comes down to and even to the point you were talking about earlier which was about um these states that are allowing for children to to be married to these um Mm -hmm. presuming going to be adults um i don't think they're gonna be married to 14 are gonna be married to another i don't think that men will be okay with a 14 year old boy being married to a 12 year old girl because that's the objective the objective is whatever they're trying to do i guess spit out a bunch of babies as as much as they can right now but to your point about the fact that with this whole abortion ruling and we haven't fixed the standard yet we haven't we have not addressed the fact that there is so much influence right now about how people think about their sexuality at a young age and mm-hmm. how it's going to result in more children being more children having children Mm-hmm. Nobody has thought that shouldn't we just start with fixing that the what's what is in society first, like just not necessarily being heavy handed or like overwhelming people with the judgment, but having a conversation about what is appropriate for a child or not. What should what what type of apps like you were talking about earlier should be allowed? Why is there not a regulation on these apps? Why is it that we don't feel like it's appropriate to have those regulations on these apps? Why aren't parents calling for it? Like the fact that we have not addressed that. And we're just like it's open board, it's open doors now. Just you know, let people be people. Let adults just choose what they want to choose for children, and not take it as a serious situation. Where where is? Do we think it's bad now? Right. Oof. Right. I'm gonna play these messages. <laughs> Austin, girl. <laughs> I laugh at um the women shaking their ass in front of their children because I just think it's silly. I think it's a, a bad example. Like. I don't know. It's, that's just not something that I see myself doing. When when my nephews were babies, I would never like dance per- sexually provocative like that. Like I might 
you know, sway from side to side, like do a little two-step, clap my hands, stomp my feet, like do a little spin, like, you know, twirl around or whatever, but mm-hmm. to start popping my, my cootie cat, like bend it over, touch your toes and all that in front of the kids. Mm-hmm. No, I was always told dancing like that with children is, is inappropriate. Right. Shan, I, I gave up phones years ago. <laughs> And I like when I was like um, younger, back in my younger days, I guess late teens, early twenties. I explored the thong thing, and even then, I didn't like it. And I, I tried to wear some recently, trying to be cute. I don't know, and they still sitting in my drawer. I'm like, why did I waste my time? Buy you can come in here and get it. Sorry, but I was like, why did I waste my time buying these things? Um buying these things and I know that I'm not going to um Listen. wear these things they 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 are not comfortable at all at all they are not comfortable at all at I, I, I should have just left them things at the store let me tell you I was at the office last week and I was like who the hell told me to put my vagina in a trapper keeper today <laughs> I had on I had on a bodysuit, and every time I wanted to go to the bathroom, I'm just like, yo, oh, the worst. Why? Worst. And I was like, and I tweeted, I said, men, be happy. Y'all don't have contraptions that prevent <laughs> you from using the bathroom in peace like women do. Women be doing the most for an image. Yeah. And, and mind you, I wasn't even doing it for an image. I was doing it for the fact that I don't want to keep tucking my shirt in. Right. Just put on this bodysuit and uh, put on these shorts. Oh my God. When I tell you every time I had to snap that thing back, I was sweating in that stall. (laughs) I said, Oh my God, I am too thick for this. I said, My my thighs were, my thighs were in between bodysuit, like yams and things. example of this is Sukiana in one of her most recent videos she was throwing her ass back like literally if you see the video she was throwing it back on this little boy and he looked very <laughs> nervous he looked very anxious and uncomfortable and I don't even think he should have been put in that predicament I don't know whose son that was I don't I don't think it was her son it, it might have been her son but either way I still don't think it's okay um you know just like like introducing them to sexual positions and then mm. you know sexual behavior like that throwing her big buttocks back onto this child. He couldn't have been no more than five or six. Ooh. Who was what? he? I don't know. Um, I said someone's name I heard of, but I don't. This is my thing, too. Oh I'd be, be very turned off by the women side of entertainment on how they how they show themselves. Yeah. Like, it says, oh, oh, everyone, I see him, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you gave in too, or oh, you gave in too, or all of your bodies the same, or did y'all go to the same doctor? Okay, right. you gave in too, but you over here trying to promote healthy parenting with your son, but every picture, your titties out, or your stomach has to be out, or your shit got to be see-through, or you got to squat like this to get the attention from the masses, like, what are you like? Where are the moms that's just like, yeah, I'm a mom, I'm an entertainment, 
my body has been like this since high school, my 20s. I work out and I I wear t-shirts and sweatpants with my kids. Why why do you why are you still clocked in working for the masses while you're parenting? And and that'd be my I'd be so turned off by the moms of today because it's just like, yeah. I could cater to society's measurement too of what a woman should look like, and I could be a mom too because I can afford to get my my son or my daughter everything that they want. But you're still it's it's like a contradicting a contradiction. Mm-hmm. For instance, the Kardashians mm. are they gonna raise their kids and be like, if you feel like something's wrong with your face, let's go see the doctor and get some surgery done. Too late now. Right, because your kids <laughs> are seeing their mm-hmm. old images and their mm-hmm. old face and their old bodies what are you gonna say mm-hmm. oh you don't have to work out we have enough money to just go to the doctor and take some some ass out or we can add some more ass in or you know you're tired of trying to work out them arms let's just take the fat out like yeah where's then, the process well and then people wonder why some of these children are dealing with so much depression because they're trying to they're in a race to be like someone else rather than to be like themselves and it is it's a sickness on the society like I, okay i love me i loved i still love some some little kim i like to this day i still like damn i get That's upset sometimes i get upset when i have to see her sometimes and i just realize how much like i remember idolizing how beautiful like, to me she was like a beautiful just confident and beautiful i never dressed like her or nothing like that but i did always appreciate the fact that she was a very confident woman yeah and the fact that she, now you see her and you realize that she's in a race to mm-hmm. chase what the standard, what you know, what we say is a standard with the Kim Kardashians and all the Kim Card that Kardashians, they're in a race to keep up with themselves. Like <laughs> they, 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 they on they over there taking their asses out now. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So now this now we wonder what's going to happen now for the culture when people start seeing, oh, well, they don't value they value their health right because this stuff after a while it does start to affect it will affect your health right mm-hmm. it's why they have to go and get a change every couple of years and all this other stuff to spend all that money and so the question is you know what what is the value of a person is the value of a person what they look like how much breath you know how much breast they have how much ass they have um how much how much how big your lips are like what is the value of a person and the fact that people don't want to have them kind of conversations or they want to breeze over it because now that means that you're going to look like the square or the wet blanket. You're being lame. Just come on. Like, stop, like, stop killing the vibe in the party. Like, just, just get, why you got to have a company? Girl. Then how these kids look. What if these kids enjoy looking like that? They can't enjoy that because nobody listened to the fact that they were told you that they like playing with these Barbie dolls. You told them, put the Barbie dolls down and come over here and pop it. So what do you like? You take some ownership of the fact that that you gave this child this op- this va- this this way to value themselves by thinking that they don't need to be themselves, and that's it's a it's a it's a constant cycle of people trying to chase some shit that that ain't that ain't yours. Let it go, give it, right. put it put in that put it in the room, close the door, lock it. That's where right. I'm on. I'm gonna run through these messages real quick. That happened to me a lot growing up, Shan. Um, people would spread false rumors in high school that I was having sex when I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like often that this happened to me. It was just boys that couldn't sleep with me. Yes. Would lie and say that they 
could or, or would they did or, or, or may have already done so mm-hmm. um, at their house or somewhere in the school you know trying to look more masculine appear more macho like mm-hmm. a ladies man I found it to be very disgusting and off-putting because I was a virgin until I was 19 and mm. none of the guys in high school that claimed that they were attracted to me but I feel as though it was just lust or none of the guys that claimed that they had sex with me ever did and none of the guys that wanted to would have ever had the chance because I wasn't interested mm. you know I wanted to wait I wanted to hold on to my virtue and I did mm. <sighs> some boys herself and, and choose to be herself and do it in the in the pace in which she wanted to yeah Go. I hope for that for all of <laughs> the children because uh, that's why they got doctors now trying to get women snatched back. Mm. But that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. I think that people, you know, like you said, Chen, they compare themselves to others quite often. That's where I feel like the self consciousness comes into play. Like, a lot of people will never admit that they're self-conscious, even though they're right. And a lot of people will never admit that they have insecurities, even though they do. And so, like, when they see something within you, like, they see that you're virtuous. They see that you're, you know, you're not sexually provocative. You're not promiscuous. You know, you don't wear skimpy clad clothing all the time, um, especially in settings that don't call for it. You know, when, when they see you acting classy and, and, and mannerable and, and mature and ladylike, some people get jealous of that. I've, I've noticed mm-hmm. that with women my own age and older women when they realize that you know they may be lacking some characteristics or qualities that you may have um they become jealous and envious and they'll try to mm. Mm. that's a that's right they there try to attack you attack mm. your character attack your personality mm. um just trying to make you feel low like like less of a woman um because they feel like less of a woman make you feel um like you said, they'll, they'll say things like, oh, you think you're better than me. And you'll be thinking to yourself, like, I don't even think about you. When I leave work, when I clock out, or when I, you know, when school ends, when the school session ends, I, I you're not on my mind. You're, you're not even, like, you're the farthest thing from my mind, basically. Like, I've literally had some women, it, it's kind of scary because it's like, although they think you're obsessing over them, they're the ones obsessing over you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think about you when I go out home at night. And, you know, lay down with my man in bed, you know, and we're being, I don't think about you when I wake up in the morning and eat breakfast. I don't think about you when I'm running errands or or spending quality time doing fun outdoor activities with my family. Like, it's just very strange. Like, people Mm. want to be the center of attention so badly, making these assumptions. Mm. Mm. She said that the part right there, the center of attention, I think that might be the nail right there. (laughs) <laughs> everybody wants a bit of attention and everybody's projecting their their thought that other people want this attention too and some kids just simply want to be kids some people just yeah. want to mind their business right uh while we're on the topic of sukihana she's um oh. she's a rapper she's um she's notably on i don't like none of her music it's her music is like really ratchet sukihana she's a rapper she's ratchet music whatever but you may know her from love and hip-hop miami but anyway um earlier uh you ruth you were talking about the doctor who said that uh the guy didn't want to take the 
STD test because he was married, but he was like, you know, having sex with the other gay men. She had a, she did a podcast with somebody. I don't know if you guys seen it. It was a while ago. And they were talking about, they said like 95% of your baby daddies are bisexual and y'all don't know it but they were like hey we gonna be with the bisexual the chick that she was doing the bi- uh podcast was which she was like hey well i'll be with the bisexual man because the pickings are slim mm. I, listen i've talked to some of my friends about the fact that a lot of other cultures purposely marry the gay man from high school that they were cool with to have that child to be like i did it and I'm married, but we live separate lives, but he just makes sure we have what we need, and I make sure my child has a mom. Mm. People agree to these terms today, right? but from the outside looking in, it looks like, oh, here's a married man who's faithful with his wife, and they have kids, and they have the house, and they have the dog, and they have the cars, and everything's all great. When in actuality, a lot of people do feel like, okay, I got to this part of my career, I um have this money, I have this house, I have this car, I have the ability to do X, Y, and Z, but I don't have that man of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember my gay friend from uh college, they're single too, but we both want kids. Let's just have a baby together. There's so many people who are like, no, we are not married, we are not together, but we just have a kid together because we couldn't find nobody. Mm. Mm. That's, that's a personal choice and that mm. comes with its own pros and cons just like everything else but yeah that is happening in society women are like shit it's like a lot of people love to say this especially about Atlanta it's like you know 14 women to one man I mean he's gonna have other women but what are the pros of being with him at least what are the pros with having him give me a home or having him give me a life or yeah he cheats but he buys me a bag every time he gets caught yeah um you know we have kids and we have this house and whenever he gets caught or he cheats or society finds out he cheats and it's not a secret no more we go on a trip or he buys me a car like where are your morals at where is your standard at well that's that's the i think that's the absurd part of it is that there there are there there are many men that are out there now if your preference is to be with a specific type of man that's like perhaps you, your preference is you want to be with just black men then yeah you're you're narrowing your window here but if it's anybody that is a man who's going to take love you take care of you match you for what you're bringing to the table then you have mo- there's there's many options out there you know i have sisters who just that's their their preference is specifically black men and, and sometimes i'm just like well i mean I'm not saying that you that you shouldn't have your preference, but I am saying that you know you should not close your door to the fact that so whoever that is that's out there for you could not may not look like who your preference is, and yeah. there is then at that point in that the point that you're making now there's that extra limit now there's that limitation, and then it almost like it almost bleeds into like now there's there's less standards because you're willing to settle for anything you're willing for settle to settle for anything based off of this very narrow preference. And I, I can't tell people not to because, you know, people want what they want. But when it comes down to being clear about how we're trying to project things on children, I mm. think that's when it becomes a whole different conversation for me. Yeah, I agree. 
um it's too much it is uh too much and like you said earlier when we started this nobody's thinking about the kid first it's just like what do i want what don't i have mm-hmm. and how can i fake it to make it look like i got it but the reality is just like do you want to raise your child or your children in a way where you tell them make sure you tell the truth make sure you're honest make sure um you're forgiving make sure you're uh you know empathetic to other people and then they get to like teenage status and they start to see like oh my dad really doesn't live here or your friend that's a woman that you go shopping with you go grocery shopping with um you go on trips with dad never goes that's actually your girlfriend Mm. my Mm. thing is like who i am at work who i am in the grocery store who i am is when i pick up my kids from school who i am when i'm home and who i am in front of my mother is the same person yeah there is no switch up i know plenty of people who have a switch up who's just like oh no this is how you carry yourself here and this is how you carry yourself here and this is how you politely tell somebody is none of their business all of that for me in my life is the same yeah okay so cross it if you want to cross it and if you assume that i'm about to put on a different face or a different tone because we in the church parking lot you are sadly mistaken (laughs) because i'm gonna let you have it because yeah i think i think putting on an image or uh this fake facade that you are this when you're really not is not helping society either and it's not helping our kids know who they are either and it's not teaching our children confidence because our children will you know children will be like mom why do why did you say you can't wait for them to cover sunday when you really don't like that lady mm-hmm. they will check you quick quickly before you even shut that door to the point where sometimes I have to tell my kids, hey, I know you don't like X, Y, and Z, but you don't have to tell them you don't like X, Y, and Z in front of their face. Just if they ask you if you want to do this, just say, no, I don't want to. Mm. You know, just teaching them how yeah. to politely say no instead of being like, no, I don't like you. Your breath stinks. Yeah. You know? Um, and also like self-checking a lot of a lot of men because they're scared that you know their boys might grow up to be gay or their girls might you know grow up to be a lesbian is because you're doing too much and it's not in a balanced way man mm-hmm. or woman right mm-hmm. uh, you you're too scared to tell your child make sure you spread them butt cheeks and clean between them cheeks because they funky because right. you don't you don't want him to be gay or you too scared to talk to your child about how to properly dispose of a pad because her mom not home right as a man and you have a daughter and you don't want her to be talked about by society or be smelling in public and not know is her that's smelling you or need to be thing. able to be appropriate be like hey mm-hmm. i know your mom's not home but you have to be aware of yourself your armpits, your breath, and your privates. Mm-hmm. And I think you should go use the restroom. 
mm-hmm. and, and handle yourself appropriately. And yes, if you want to pass a baton to the mom and be like, hey, when you come home, please talk to our daughter about properly han- handling her feminine napkins or properly um, refreshing herself in the be- bathroom because she wasn't aware that she was funky all through the house. I talked, I thought the dog shit it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the conversations you must be having because yes. if you don't, this person is going to go to work to a corporate workplace that has great health care. And another woman's going to want to use that bathroom and she's going to go in that stall and it's going to smell like the farmer's market. Right. Yeah. And, and, you're, and that's the thing about it. You're talking about confidence. Like the fact that people, a child should have the confidence or grow into the confidence of how to take care of themselves and it not be considered a taboo to do so. Right. Or if you're talking about a child having the confidence to be able to tell somebody that I don't like X, Y, and Z, and the person doesn't have to accept it or accept it. It's just, I'm telling you what it is. And yeah, that's just what it is. And I love hearing you say that, that, you know, you teach your daughter that it's okay for her to be able to say no to people. And, and, and that's, that's, that's just what it is. No, there's a period and just keep it moving. And you don't yeah. have to have explanation. You don't have to tell somebody whatever, whatever they, you think they need to, they want to hear or whatever. And I think that's a part of the confusion that's happening in the social media circles where children don't have that. They don't, there's no check, right? There's just, there's no checks and balances. It's just whatever's happening. You see people um, post comments. People are reassuring the behavior that they're seeing because people don't know how to have the confidence to say no or I don't like this. And if they do, they feel like, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to be ostracized or I'm going to be the odd person out because I'm saying, no, I don't want to be uncomfortable around people who make, who may think that I think that I'm better than them because I'm saying, no, it's not a matter of better than anything. It's a matter of, I have a standard. This is something that is my standard for me and I choose not to partake. And hopefully other people who see that will, will be able to be, will be able to imitate that and be like, you know what? I didn't know I could say no before. I didn't know I could have the confidence to have my standard and stand uh, stand by it and keep, put a period and keep it moving. I didn't know that until I saw someone else do that. And I think that that's why, why more adults, I would love to see more adults speak up and say, you know, th- these things that we're seeing is inappropriate. Um, maybe take it a step further. This woman who's out here dancing on her child's, from what I, if I understood correctly, it was her son? That was her baby? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the fact that she is doing that, that, uh, that alone is child endangerment, right? The things that we think are child endangerment is just does not make any sense that what we think is child endangerment and the things that should be, we just ignore it to say, it's just a culture. It's she's going to survive that and be fine. How you know that they don't like that? The, the, how you going to try to judge them on the music that they're listening to? So what if it's talking about popping pussy and all this other stuff? It's just a song. I've heard people say that. It's just a song. So if it's just a song, why are you upset about me calling out a standard? Why don't you just have your period the dot and just keep it moving? Because it's what it's doing is it's calling to shame about your own behavior. And you people don't want to be called to shame about their own behavior when it comes down to them settling or accepting uh, inappropriate behavior that children are, 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 are doing because they're mimicking an adult and nobody stood up to say, wait a minute, you're a child. Go play with them toys. Go in your room. And even with the millennials, I noticed this too. 
I noticed that millennials would be like, oh, here's some, here comes somebody, here comes the old lady, here comes the old lady to come be, make us feel all kind of way because, because she got, she's ashamed of herself and you don't have the confidence. That's, you're warping what confidence is and you're warping and misinterpreting what a boundary is because Perfect timing, E-Roots. I'm happy you said this. Today, both of the girls want to go out and ride their bikes. So I was like the street monitor, okay? And we putting out the bikes, we putting up the bikes because about to get back on and Anya's like, mom, what's wrong with your bike? Why you won't ride it? I said, ain't nothing wrong with my bike. I'm fat. And until I lose some more weight and I ain't got a <laughs> pedal to use a damn bicycle, I'm gonna chill on that and I'm gonna lose some weight until I'm comfortable and I don't have to overwork myself to ride the bike. And then we could all ride our bikes. Yeah. What I did is I owned, I owned what she thought, right? right? And a lot of women who are older run away from owning the perception of how they look to other Mm -hmm. people because Mm -hmm. they are ashamed of how they look and they don't want to be honest about how they feel. Not only might I look fat to my child compared to her body size, but I don't feel like a buck 50. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and when younger people see women who speak to them about standards and, and self-worth and how they carry themselves, they give them like a bad badge of honor. Like, oh, all right. What's wrong with what I got on? Or here she goes. She going to mm-hmm. say something. It's be sometimes because a lot of older women don't own that it's not that when you get to your 40s, you're going to look like me. It's if you get to your 40s and you don't take care of yourself like I didn't, mm. you you go out and you might look like me. And that's ownership and that's being accountable for what you aren't doing. Because I've seen a, a 79-year-old man on TikTok look like a 30-year-old man fit as shit. Yeah. And he works out all the time and he takes care of his body and he's completely vegan and he looks good. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is when people are not ashamed of who they are and their failures, they'll speak light into younger people and they'll treat their kids a bit better. The problem we have now in society is there's so many older people who feel like they have the right to have a say about what younger people do today that were not taking care of themselves. And so out of jealousy or bitterness, they speak down upon what's different. Mm. And I'm not saying everything younger people do that's different is right. Some of it does need a boundary. Some of it does need a correction. But when you go to give younger people today a correction, Keep mm. one hand, keep mm. one hand ready to protect yourself because mm. they have no bounds. Yes. and know that they were probably raised in a household where there were no boundaries. So don't shame them for it. Yeah, that's true. You know, so we got nine messages. I'm gonna run through them. Yeah, let's run through. Because they have insecurities, and because like boom, um, they just want acceptance. Well, everyone wants acceptance, everyone, Um, you know, and whether it's from your friends, whether it's from your significant other, whether it's from society, everyone wants to be accepted or or feel 
as though someone accepts them and ex- and someone loves and cares about them. And for those who don't, I'm, I would imagine it's a pretty miserable existence, I would imagine. Um, I just think that, you know, I think that the girls who did that to me, like the, oh, you must think you're better than or whatever. I don't think that at all. I never thought that. Um, I think they don't feel good about themselves yes. and that they don't think they're good enough to hang around me. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. You said it. That, that right there. <laughs> I know a lot of men that claim that they were um, statutorily raped because I do consider it rape. Even though yes. like, there's a lot of people, they think that, oh, only women can be raped. No, sometimes yep. men get sexually assaulted too. Um, it doesn't make it less serious or doesn't make it um, any any less worse, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, I, what was I going to say? Um, basically that I know a lot of men personally that are now in their 30s that have told me, oh, I'm getting emotional, that they were sexually active I would say at the youngest age, like 13, the mm. oldest being like 16 with an older woman, a woman old enough to be their mother, like mm. in, in their thirties and forties. And it just really like made me want to vomit because I just think to myself, like what would make you want to sleep with a child? Like what would make you. The same right. reason, I think the same reason why men uh put in put women in position to sleep with their children there's women that think that they are uh masculating a boy into a man Mm. wild i think that like you said a lot of young men don't consider it as statutory rape even though it is because there's like this thing with toxic masculinity and a lot of guys try to like debunk or like I noticed that, like, on some of the guys on stereo, they'll try to, like, say, oh, toxic masculinity is not a real thing. It was just made up by feminists, extreme feminists. I, I disagree because there are a lot of men that do abuse their authority, being masculine, having testosterone mm-hmm. flowing through their veins. A lot of men can be overbearing. A lot of men can be domineering and controlling, especially of women who they feel as though are the weaker sex. Mm-hmm. And I've witnessed it on numerous occasions, um, trying to intimidate women, trying to, like, bogart their way into women's house and all that like follow them home like harassing them demanding sex i see videos like that all the time on youtube and then world star just men laughing at sexual harassment laughing at um, abuse and sexualization of children disgusting Ugh. Ugh. and that's you see what i'm Ooh. saying why why have none of those gone viral with us calling out those men for that behavior why are there no men that i have will stand up and have have discussions for other men to tell other men about this type of behavior that is not happening Mm. but i'm gonna write it down sticky note until i go through these (laughs) okay okay okay. what she said brought up a, a clip from um so shameless podcast that they were discussing and i want to get your um thoughts on it okay guys what's up sham what's up the low i can't read the rest of your name sorry i didn't check but um such as children we create in society yeah i was talking about that earlier on like not as a full topic but it just came within the topic and uh because was talking about loads of things but um yeah like north wearing a fucking corset and all that shit 
Kimlet and Aware of course and you know um, just the fact that some of these kids out here have Instagram accounts that are open not even private you know it's very disturbing to me as someone who grew up without social media social media wasn't even created when I was born when I was growing up it's crazy because paedophiles used to like pay for these pictures now they can just go on Instagram Yes, that is. I'm. I'm writing my note too. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this comes back down to a single mother household. If there's no father in the picture, or male role model, then whether it's a male or female, they're going to have issues because the mother is trying to play the role of a father. Genetically, she cannot do that. Not always, but I do believe in balance in relationships with a father and a mom. But sometimes, and I know of plenty, uh, friends who had both dad and mom in the household, even in the church, and they purposely go left every time. Mm. Sometimes the personality that of the child that's there is, I want to do what they told me not to do, and I'm going to do it, and that's what I do. Uh, whether they're in a single mother's household or a single father's household or both, sometimes the child you have with the personality they have is they just go against the grain. So um, that's not always um, the issue, but sometimes depending on the personality of your child not having a certain parent around or not having that bond does leave room for them not knowing fully who they are so they try everything so uh yeah um so in terms of the toxic masculinity to continue where i left off of my other message i think a lot of young men when they're like um teenagers and even like preteens, like 11 and 12 years old i've noticed this a lot of them are told Oh, you better get some coochie cat. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be a wuss. You don't want to be seen as some stuff. Yeah. You don't want to be seen as a as a, a punk. Um, and sometimes they'll even um be uh what's the word I'm looking for? Th- they'll be told you must be um homosexual if you're if you're not fucking and they're being told this at, at 13 years yeah. old, like as soon as they hit puberty or even like before puberty, you better get your first uh taste or or you want to get get your your penis wet. You you, you mm-hmm. want to um, um, explore a woman. You, you you should experience a woman. It's it's very sickening. Mm-hmm. I hear this yeah. like the young men being told to grow up faster than they should be. Mm-hmm. They're not being allowed to mature and and learn and grow on their own. They're being like, yes. But then you tell the daughters, you better put on them pants mm-hmm. and you better put on that long shirt. And you better put on them stockings. And then when you put on the stockings, you better put on the socks. And you better put on the boots. <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> you better make sure as soon as you come home, you better wash everything in that kitchen. And then you better make sure that you clean up your brother's mess. And then you better make sure you that you make him something to eat. And then you can do your homework and you better go to bed. Like, that, it'd be so extreme. It reminds me of that movie, that Robin Hood movie. It's a, it's a satire movie. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a part in it where the woman, the, I guess whoever the woman that he's trying to be with, she has to wear this chastity belt. And that's yes! just like, right? 
It's so biased. Oh I hate it. I hate that. Whole I say mentality. put the chastity belt on all the kids, but we shouldn't even have to do that if we were just letting them be children. We wouldn't even have to think about that because they're going to get Listen. to the age when they will be adults and all that will be yes. appropriate. It reminds me of. Oh. It reminds me of how married women be on the uh, internet defending their whole husband that can't stop sleeping with their friends and women. And and they were like, oh, you're going to wear this T-shirt that says you married to me. And I'm going to put my face on the back of your T-shirt. <laughs> and I'm going to put my face all over your boxers to be on the defense of these horrible women out here when really, no, sis, you chose to marry a man who was a hoe thinking that was going to change who he was. Yeah. That eventually allowing him to be who he wa- who he wanted to be would give you who you wanted. And it's not... <sighs> It's Girl, I be, it'd be so embarrassing. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> you know who's the worst at this? Um, <laughs> what's the one that be on Love and Hip Hop? Who? I don't watch it. I don't watch it no more. But she's from Rashida. Rashida's horrible at oh. this. And no. um, Mary Mary, her sister. Ma'am, I don't care how long you've been married to this man. If out of all the women this man could have cheated with on you multiple times with, he cheats with your best friend. Mm. And you still in interviews having him wear a t-shirt that says Mary. (laughs) You have bigger issues. Mm. The same thing with kids. If you have to basically put your child on probation for them to follow what you say and have a standard and being the good with you then there's a bigger issue yeah yes and i wonder what is what is it going to take for people to be able to see to take like to take themselves outside of themselves to be able to see that other perspective and a lot of people are stubborn they don't want to be able they don't want to do that because doing that would admit would, would make them feel like they have to feel ashamed for even being in that state of mind, which you shouldn't be ashamed. What you should do is realize, okay, I'm learning and I'm figuring out some things that I thought was appropriate. It, I know now that it really isn't. And here's why, because of all these other things that everybody has listed so far tonight, which is the internet and the freedom that people have to just be able to uh, tap into and, and experience whatever they want to in the privacy of their own homes, people who are doing very perverse things could do whatever they want to do. So there has to be a level of responsibility and learning that is the point not to be able to shame, to shame people. It's just to be able to know better. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't agree with that. Um, you know, the hyper, I'm so done that the hypersexualization of women or men. I don't agree with that at all. Um, mm. I don't think women, like young girls, um, young ladies, children should be hypersexualized. And I don't think that men should be hypersexualized either as children or as an as adults because mm-hmm. um, it's it's creating a lot of lust, a lot of like, yes, how do you say, like unsacred bonds. Un- mm-hmm. unsacred. And what I mean by that is people are, you know, becoming so hypersexual, not just in their appearance, not just 
you know, verbally, like talking dirty, but like they're acting out these things that they're seeing and hearing. And, you know, it's, it's creating a lot of children out of wedlock and creating a lot of less fueled relationships that don't last. Mm-hmm. That part, that part. A lot of young men feel pressure to have sex at an early age because of this toxic masculinity that is being exhibited by their elders, by their uncles, their fathers, their brothers, who may have already be sexually active. I mean, especially their parents, because their parents are already sexually active. I mean, that's how they were made. Um, a lot of young men, um, I was told, you know, they didn't want to be looked at as a punk or as being a, as being homosexual. They didn't they didn't want to be bullied and called gay, even though they even though they knew they weren't, just because they weren't having sex. <clears throat> and a lot of young men, like um, on TikTok. I don't know how old they are, but to me, they look like they're under the age of 18, like between 13 and 17. Mm -hmm. You see them talking about oral sex, talking about bumping and grinding, gyrating their pelvises and all that. And I just don't find that appealing, you know, and I don't, I, I don't even like to think that these are the people that are influencing the youth, you know, changing the minds of the, the masses. And I get here in Atlanta that the pickings are slim. Yeah, it is like 14 men to every one woman here. But I don't give a damn. I'm not settling. <laughs> I don't care if I have to spend the rest of my life <laughs> trying to find a faithful, good husband or whatever. If he's not doing right by me, not doing right by my kids, I'm not staying with him. I don't care. It, look, if it look if if it's meant for me to be alone, it'll just I'll just be alone. I'm not settling. I'm not staying with no unfaithful man. I'm just because I'm not gonna be happy, and I choose my own happiness mm-hmm. over just settling. I'm just not gonna settle. So hey, if if you know, I if. I can't be with somebody and they're being faithful and honest and true and whatever, all that gushy love stuff. And I'm just going to, I'll just be, I'll just be by myself. That part. I have something to say to that, but I'm going to hold it. We almost, we almost have <laughs> Like, and by changing the mind of the masses, I mean, influencing the masses of youth, like making them think that this is appropriate for children to be doing I don't want to see children under the 18 on TikTok bumping and grinding and me either in their pelvises and then flicking. I'd be so embarrassed. How good they can eat it and beat it up. No, that used to be something like in the black community, you get popped in the mouth for, or you get, you know, yeah. slapped on the hand or, or, or you get a whooping, you know, someone catch you like doing that kind of stuff. But like now I'm, I don't blame Tiara for um her, her child's father, you know, telling her children not to go on TikTok because it's it's a lot of children behaving in an adult manner, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I got something to say about that too. Look, I knew something was wrong with our society when I found out that what's her name? I think it was Brooke Shields. They let her be in um, Playboy magazine at ten years old. And I said, why was this allowed? Just like you said, E. Ruth, they're allowing these children to, you know, be on these porn sites, be on these websites or whatever. And and they're just Googling. It's just sickening. And and I'm like, how was this man, Hugh Hefner, allowed to 
uh, put this little 10 year old girl in an adult magazine. I knew something then was wrong with our society. It, it was just over there. Like, I was like, I'm done. Like, everybody say it's ghetto here. Earth is ghetto. Like, I'm done. Like, I knew then that it was over with. It's a done deal. Stick a fork in earth. Thank you, Fun Fetty Cake and Tierra. What's up, Brianna? Kev. Okay, Eru. You go. What did you put on the notes? Because I got notes for what was said. Those are all good. I'm still trying to find my fork. (laughs) Because I so appreciate that. Like, this is the thing, right? Because I, I say, oh, I, I believe that, too. There's a whole thing going on with the earth is ghetto. Like, but the crazy yeah. thing is, like, it's the people of the earth that's ghetto. Like, earth is beautiful. It is, like, sustaining. It gives us all this beauty for us to experience and love and all this stuff. And then you get the people. And you're like, God yeah. damn, y'all. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, so for me, I feel like there's a couple of things that stood out that I really appreciate that everybody was saying. And it's that part of, like, you don't have to be uncomfortable. And Funfetti was talking about this, like it, there, there are people who feel like the, the whole, the little, these little boys who are on TikTok, who are just really mimicking each other. They believe like this is what they're supposed to do because there's mm-hmm. nobody else st- stepping in and saying, no, this is what you're not, this is, you're absolutely not supposed to do this. Right. So I'm going to share a, uh, a, a page that's on um, TikTok. Thank you for taking your time to check out this episode. It is a pod fam collab. E-Ruth, great mind, okay? You can find her on Stereo and on IG. And myself, Shan, you can find me at Shambi Potted. I appreciate you guys. And don't forget to check out the shop. She gets a shop for all your merch needs. And you can donate to the show in the Red Circle link below. Just for example, uh, it's called Mercy Karma, M-E-R-C-Y-K-A-R-M-A. Now, I feel kind of weird sharing it because I feel like me sharing it now is giving, it's now people, other people will will see, will look at it. And then the people that we don't want to look at it is probably going to find it anyway to what I think, I don't know if it was Tierra who said this or not, or the, I can't remember the other lady who said it, she might have said that, the, um, she had a British, a British accent, but she was talking about how there are people online that get this stuff for free now, right? And so this mm-hmm. page I'm sharing with y'all, this, whoever wants to take these pictures of this child who is actually being, uh, the, these pictures are being posted by her uh, uh, older sister, who basically is, uh, to me, is exploiting her younger sister to get likes, to get more people to go to her page. And you, when you see the comments of what people, what adults are leaving on the page for a child, ooh, those lips, ooh, those eyes, ooh. Thick. Excuse me? It's not anybody. And so when you see other people who who are looking at this and they can't, they are uncomfortable, but they are even more uncomfortable with with, uh, speaking up and saying something and then being ridiculed for it because they have a standard and they're trying to point out the fact that this is inappropriate. And so that was one thing that stood out to me. And then I'll go ahead and give the floor back to you and then I'll share my next thing. All right. So, um, the fact that R. Kelly got 30 years and somebody on Twitter was like, 
So how much time is the parents getting? And I said, that's a whole different conversation. Um, But it must be had because these kids had to be put in a position that was inappropriate in order to get that close to R. Kelly. And the girl, uh, a friend of Aaliyah that was around her when she was, you know, 14, around the studio with R. Kelly when she was recording said that she told that sexual things were happening with between him and her and nobody believed her. They basically hushed her up, Ooh. you know? And, and so when that's happening, it's kind of like, yes, you have to hold parents accountable. And when, um, when, uh, fun Fetty was talking about, um, lust and over-sexualizing people, is creating uh, just lust between people. And lust is temporary, it's quick. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we have so many unfulfilled people today because they've been hypersexualized and then that fades and then they don't even know the person they were next to. Or, you know, they move in after like two months of knowing each other. And now I'm stuck with this person on the lease for at least two years on some mm-hmm. roommate shit. Um, even teaching kids that what Tierra was saying, you know, she chooses herself every time to not be with a man who doesn't do right by her, which you mm-hmm. should. Teaching your children, even on a friend tip, even oh. if this is your friend and you like this person, if they do something to make you feel bad about who you are, or they make you feel bad about telling the truth, or they make you feel bad about yourself, period, and you don't feel comfortable, if telling them no makes them not your friend, fuck it. Teach your kids to be like, okay, bye, you know? And, and, And even grown women, grown women have a hard time being held accountable a lot of times by other grown women that don't condone their bullshit and when other grown women don't condone other women's bullshit that needs to be checked, that's when they get really nasty and they be like, well, um, you, well, you just lost a friend. Did I really? Did I lose a friend? Did I lose a friend or did I lose a grown woman in her 40s not being accountable for her bullshit? Mm, the latter, for sure. Listen! And you have to teach your kids to be able to walk away from people that don't bring you peace. Yes. Um, something something uh, Fun Fetty said that made me think about these parents not checking these kids. But even how you check your kids, a lot of times how these parents check kids is not for the internet to see. Stop embarrassing your kids on the internet for clout. Yeah. Yes. If you're going to whoop your child's butt, guess what? Turn off the internet. Close yes. the phone. We don't need to see After it. That. If, if I have to go for my belt, you think my mind is like, oh, let me go get my phone. This going to be a TikTok moment. Right. It's going to do numbers. I'm not <laughs> doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh, you go. You about to get this ass whooping in peace, girl. And you're going to go to sleep. And you're going to really good. And I- you tomorrow and I'm gonna cook you breakfast and I'm gonna love on you tomorrow and I'm gonna talk about why you were wrong. Right. You know? right. So this whole um 
generation now that's like basking in oh clout numbers mm-hmm. followers yes. let me do this let me do that it's kind of like no that's not it um another thing i'm super honest about how i raise my kids to the point where i tell my kids things that most parents won't mm-hmm. like uh if i get a memory of the first time i shaved my purse the first time i shaved my purse with no how to <laughs> i told them i said let me tell you about the first time i shaved my purse and how i thought i broke it because i could not stop scratching because i didn't right. use any shaving cream i had that orange razor in the bathroom going ham and i paid dearly and i would never do it again right i told my daughters that so when they see my razor in the bathroom, they was like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. That is how I do preventative parenting. I'm not going to sit in here and act like I was a saint. I'm not going to sit in here and act like I ain't never did nothing stupid. I'm not going to sit in here and act like every job that I work was the best and I ain't never walked out of a job and been like, oh, you're not about to talk to me any type of way. I quit. Right. I have. But I'm also going to tell my children why I did those things, what was the result of it, so they can make an educated choice on what they're going to do. Yes. Yes. But people are not thinking that, people are not being that thoughtful about that because I think people want to be reassured about the things that they don't want to face because then that makes them uncomfortable. And the the wild, the, the irony about that is that children are uncomfortable watching these things. I remember when that song, pop that pussy, hey, hey pop that pussy, hey, babe. Yeah. When that came out, I was like, why is this on the, who's allowing me to listen to this on the radio? It's on the radio. Like, is nobody going to turn this off? I remember being a kid and checking, like wanting to check the adults around me or the older siblings around me who didn't think that there was a problem with that. Like, and, and I'm from South Florida, so if anybody has ever... You know <laughs> everything about Luke and the 69 boys. Girl, everything, okay? Too much of <laughs> And it goes... And this is back in the 90s, so this is even before the internet where you got a chance to... Like, this is when, you know, you can get in trouble for... Um, for um, well, this is when people were, were taking pictures with their Polaroid cameras, going to get them developed at a wall, wherever. At yes, a- Kodak. Yes, and people were getting uh, uh, calling people get defects was being called on parents for certain type of photos because they were trying to address the the sex trafficking situation even then. Now this is on the internet now, like yeah. we're so open and anybody can just have access to whatever it is that they want to have access to, which is why I think people have to be more careful about what they're protecting. And so what um, that whole thing about like. A, adults not understanding boundaries so for for example boozy what he was doing with his uh with his children so here's there's a thing there's a um a in florida the governor is trying to stop he's trying to identify that uh drag shows are inappropriate for children to be at now here's the thing about like this is the thing i hate about our society is that mm-hmm. there's people that you typically don't disagree with, and then there's things that they say, and you're like, well, yeah, I agree with that one. And once you agree with that one, everybody's like, well, you agree with everything they say. No, sometimes things are just wrong, or things, sometimes things are just right. And so if there is a standard that Boozy should not be having his 
child around a woman shaking her behind and he's the child is slapping the behind or mm -hmm. taking it a step further which should be which is criminal and uh, allowing for a woman to uh perform oral sex on a child then you could also then say even though it's at a different scale it's still inappropriate you could also say that we already know that when adults are around other adults we act like adults mm -hmm. we things we don't do children things Act any dominican that had a party for a child at 12 o'clock in the morning <laughs> exactly exactly or in the caribbean because sometimes you go to yeah. the, you know, go to them to house parties and you see people whining and whining on and you're like okay so I <laughs> look, 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 look here you go who that baby sleeping in the coat room <laughs> exactly just had enough like, like i can't get me out of here you yeah know, when, we, when we see things like that and you can say okay well yes in an adult atmosphere Yes, I understand you want to treat, you want to teach a child who is um, not, who is in the LGBT, potentially showing that they may be in the LGBTQI community. Because you hear a lot of people, LGBTQ, LGBTQI community. Sometimes you hear people say things like, um, oh, I always knew that she was gay, you know, to a little boy, a little girl. Like, mm -hmm. no surprise to us. We, we've been through that, right? So you have mm -hmm. to, like, well, if, if that's who you are, if that's what we're acknowledging that you are as a child already, well, why not just come out to the drag club, the, the club with us, with us adults? And it's because why you would not come out with those adults is because you're still a child. When right. Like, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, I got two daughters and they got vaginas. That doesn't mean I'm going to, uh, take to like, <laughs> even like, let me let me let me take you into this birth right now. I want to I want you to sit right here in front of this person's crotch and watch this baby come out. Or let me right. let's all you know what we're gonna do today for Saturday for fun. We're gonna all get ten times <laughs> and we're gonna all put them in. Like I'm not gonna do that. There's yes. a time when this comes when I will tell you what this is. I will show you what this is. I will put you in a space where you will hear other women talking about what this is. I will even take you with me for, for my annual to see what happens. Right. But I'm going to now, because you're not at that age, take you to school and I'm going to have my appointment after I drop you off. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's limitations. It's kind of like uh, a father and son. Just because we're father and son, and when you were little, you know, you'd take showers with them. Right. You, a, a father knows at a certain age, all right, my son old enough to know how to wash his body now. I'm not going to be in the shower with my 13-year-old son taking a shower. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we got five messages. Um, I still got, I still got more notes. <laughs> okay, no, let's get to the messages. Let's get to them notes. Okay. When I was at the gym the other day, there was these boys and they were all in this little room and they took their shirts off and they were taking pictures of each other for social media. Now, I don't know how old they were. They were young. Maybe they were teens. Maybe they were like in their 20s. I don't know. But it just kind of made me think like, wow, I, I got to stay on top of my game. How, to, how do I look? Am I okay? But then it was kind of weird because it was like, you know, is this too young? Do they feel pressure? Is this healthy? Or I don't know. It just kind of made me think. I laugh at that. 
I laugh at young boys wearing their shirt half on when they walk down the street in this Georgia heat. I laugh <laughs> at the fact that you wearing jeans skinnier than mine, but your pants are sagging and your oh your boxes God. are oh. slightly pink. Yeah. I laugh at that because you're just telling me how old you are, right? At the same time, the same bird chest I felt like my brothers had when I was younger, I feel like they have as fathers of four today. Mm. Like, I, I feel like it's just kids trying to figure out where their identity falls in this world. Yeah. And having really bad examples from adults about what the value of a person is, that's all based off of vanity. <laughs> yes. It means nothing in the end. Yes. Like, um, it was a video on TikTok where this girl was in the gym and she asked this guy that was working out that was like, look at my muscles looking. And uh, she was like, is it cheating if your girlfriend um, has a trainer that uh, helps her work out? And he was like, well, is he better looking than me? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, does that matter? Yeah, if he's better look, look, looking than me, no, she can't. That's cheating. If he's not better looking than me, then she could, yeah, she could work out with him. I'm just like, well, goddamn, the insecurity is high. Uh, right. <laughs> It run deep. Like, but, what? Yeah. But, you know, that's society today. Got four more from Funfetti. I agree. I don't think you should um, remain friends with or date anyone um, if you can't accept when they tell you no. If someone tells you, no, I'm not in the mood to have sex, although you may be disappointed, you should accept that and respect that. If mm -hmm. someone tells you, no, um, I don't have any money that you can borrow, I don't have any money to spare, yeah. and they tell you, um, no, you should respect that and accept that. Mm -hmm. You know, some people, um, I don't know if you ever heard about this, but like in the hood, like you'll tell someone I ain't got it right now. You know, I got to pay my rent. I got to pay my car. note. that mm -hmm. person will then turn on them and rob them nine times out of 10. If it's mm -hmm. someone who's shy, shady, like untrustworthy, um, especially if they're desperate and like living in worse circumstances than the person asking for money, they'll like rob and turn on 10. You know that song for the love of money, people will kill their own friends yes. and yeah. and then steal from their friends. Yeah, it's a prime example. Your face. Oh, I wanna take your place to backstabbers. Backstabbers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like if people don't respect the simplest of boundaries, being told no, I don't wanna be kissed, hugged, touch, I don't wanna have sex, whatever. Um Ooh, and they explain to you, you know, it's just because I like my personal space. It's nothing against you. Or even if it is something against them, you just tell them, no, I don't want to be touched. You know, they should respect that and accept that. You know, you shouldn't be invading someone's like personal bubble, you know, and like, you know, just, just understand, like put yourself in their shoes. Would you want to have someone like force themselves upon you, you know, impose their thoughts and beliefs and their right. upon you? No, you wouldn't. But because people hate being disappointed and people hate being told no, they don't respect it. Yep. Funfetti, you just hit a nerve with me with that because I need society to teach their sons not to be the where my hug at boy in the hallway. Mm. Mm. No girl, whether it's middle school, high school, on the playground, or in college, wants to hug that musty, ain't got no self uh worth awareness boy 
talking about where my hug at. Yeah. Your hug it ain't is. nowhere to be found. You need to go check <laughs> the lost and found at the office because I don't got it. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Teach, teach your kids early that nobody owes them shit. Yes. Um, if a girl, if you like a girl and they don't like you back, then okay, she don't like me back. I don't need to cuss her out. I don't need to talk down to her. And I don't need to be mad about my friend that she likes. Teach girls that every boy you like is not going to like you. And if they like one of your friends, you can still be friends with that girl. You just need to know your boundaries and you just need to be comfortable with the fact that that person is not for you. Appreciate the people who are not for you. All yeah. my exes, all five of them, I wish them the best in life. If they got married tomorrow, congratulations to them and that woman. God bless her heart. But I know for sure that they are not for me. Right. It doesn't make them horrible people. It doesn't mean they should get the guillotine off with their heads. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, There are people who, there are people who did not hire somebody because they didn't accept their sexual advances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are people who would not um, sell someone the house based upon the color of their skin. Not because their credit score wasn't high enough, not because they didn't have enough money, not because they couldn't afford it, just because... We don't like people that look like you living in our community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, teach your kids that. Teach your kids that what is a friend. Yes. Yes. My children, my children, uh, my children are so like, wait till, wait till I find me another child. I'm going to make them my friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the point where I'm just like, well, let's discuss this. <laughs> right. You saw this person yesterday. You don't know their middle name. You don't know their parents. It hasn't been a month since you saw this other human and they're your size. And I understand that. That is not your friend. And Anya was like, well, what makes them my friend? I said, after you get to know somebody for a while, you know, months, weeks, uh, how do you guys interact with each other? Uh, Have you seen this person happy, sad, mad, uh, you know, whatever? After you get to know someone long enough, then 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 you could call them a friend. But just because you met somebody yesterday and y'all played together real quick and it was like 15 minutes outside and it was before the sun got dark and then I put up my bike, that's not your friend. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Super important. Okay, we got uh, three more. One from Brianna and Finfitty. Another thing these boys need to stop doing is the cougaring. They see this stuff on TV about strangers hooking up unprotected and they're like, ooh, let's try it out on her. No, I'm not going to be your cougar. Now, is your dad single? Because I'll talk to him. Right. Period. Period. <laughs> okay. I see what the genetics can do, but where is the tree of the genetics? Mm, mm, mm. It's to the point now with men in their 30s, I'm just like, oh. You're cute. Where's your daddy? Is your daddy in your life? Is he happy? <laughs> Is he single? 
Is he done with being married? Oh, point me in his direction. Does he still have a landline? Even better. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Because what? it's a maturity. That's the thing. And that's, and that's the thing, too. Like, there is... Okay, so even though some of this toxic masculinity did come from, you know, men of the boomers and Generation Xers and you know, now it's just, just came all this poured over to the millennials and now it's pouring over to the Gen Z. Like this is a constant problem within our society. There are good men who have standards, who have expectations for their sons and their daughters about how they interact with other people because they understand long-term, if you are behaving like an adult before you're, before you are mature enough to do so, then you are going to have some consequences in your life that you're not going to be ready for. You're not going to be ready for being uh, a six, uh, six, 15 year old, 16 year old, uh, um, what you call it, boy that is a father, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there are, there are men who, um, there are men who will definitely ch- chime in and say, "I want my son to be able to be a, a boy." and then be an adult and then get his own right own his own before putting himself in a position where he is taking on this responsibility they're there so if women are wanting men who are having these standards definitely should be out there looking for it i I, I definitely or not necessarily looking open to it not open to it oh my gosh this is so much to be said Lord. Okay. We got um some more messages. And some people can't accept rejection. You know, for every person that is not comfortable hugging you, that doesn't want to hug you, there's someone else who will. For every person that doesn't want to kiss you, make love to you, be intimate with you, there's someone who will. There's no need to force yourself upon others, you know, making them feel uncomfortable, invading their personal space, violating them. You know, there's no need for that. Um and um I think it's important to be with people within your own age range, you know? Um, Because there's different maturity levels, different developmental levels, mentally, you know, emotionally, psychologically. Um, That relationship that R. Kelly had with Aaliyah should have never taken place. Um, And I feel really sad to hear that she was violated and taken advantage of. She was preyed upon by an older man who knew exactly what he was doing, but he didn't care because he had a bunch of enablers around him. And I guess he thought his money would free him from any of these um, charges. Mm. Yeah. A little too late. A little too late. Um, it's unfortunate. When I made that comment about you don't have to beg and plead and try to force someone to be affectionate with you or be intimate with you. Um, if you are desperately seeking companionship or a relationship, you know, just try your best to wait patiently for someone who is just as interested in you as you are in them and then you know, longs to and desires to be, you know, affectionate and intimate with you, just like you want to be with them. But like, you can't force someone to love you. You cannot force someone to have sex with you. You cannot force, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even dare attempt to or try to. And that's what I meant by that last message. Yes. <laughs> yes, Shan, we, first of all, when my, my um, oldest son, he's 16 years old now, we start, We had to first, because he was our only child for a long time, we had to instill that in him first, telling him, everybody you call is not your friend. He'll go outside and <laughs> spend five minutes with a kid that he that 
you know, he just met in the neighborhood. But already, oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. But like, boy, that ninja ain't your now friend. Stop calling everybody your friend. Now we notice that our 10-year-old is starting to do this. Like, <laughs> everybody is his damn friend. We, we like, no, we done been through this with your brother. Yeah, everybody ain't your friend just because you you met them and they neighborhood they in the neighborhood today and don't mean that they are your friend. We try to like let them know they're they're gonna be a good friend based on how they treat you. You can't notice they're your friend in five minutes. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more that Ruth wants to say, and I want to say. We'll keep going for the message. Um. We have to part to this because this is really long and yes. we we're not expecting it. Um, there's a lot more that I want to say. I want to speak on um, kids eating disorders or why they're taking pills. I want to speak on kids' feelings. I want to speak on um, the fact that girls and women make up 80% of sex trafficking victims in the U.S. I want to speak on... Um, the accountability in kids' clothing. I want to speak on... Um, Ruth kind of touched on it, but we really didn't go into it a lot. Uh, the amount of sexual abuse cases with our children in daycares, in mm-hmm. schools, um, on the school bus. I want to speak on kids being really depressed now and kids being put on hard... Um, prescriptions for things that can be prevented um, properly. So um, I'm going to go through the messages still and then um, I want to share a few digits that are super important um, that might help somebody listening tonight and I'll go over the same numbers on the next episode too. Uh, We got three more messages. Seriously, for real though, like one time when I was uh, working I didn't see the person because this was like a kind of rough neighborhood. It was it was in the hood, but they like ran by like you know on Mrs. Doubtfire when she said a runaway fruity when she threw the pineapple at the guy's head. Or I think it was a kumquat, but anyway, um, the guy he ran by he was like milf milf. He was like yelling that while I was working. And mind you, I don't have no children, <laughs> and he's never seen me with no kids, so I don't know where he got the idea I was a milf. I guess he thought I was older because I carry myself in a very like mature manner in public and like. He was just like, yeah, and I'm just like, mm, this horny guy, he lost his goddamn mind running around the street talking about MILF, and it wasn't until I like Googled it, I didn't really fully understand what MILF meant. Mother, they'd like to add. Oh. Oh. I don't have the energy for anybody younger than me. I don't. And, and any woman that feels like she has the energy for that, all prayers to you, sis. I'll pray to you. Enjoy. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Well, I, I think that concept yeah, like, of the build is exactly what is going on with when we're seeing those women who are like Kim Kardashian very early on. I don't know if everybody remembers this. When she, I think she had the first one, maybe the second child. And mm-hmm. she was just, just on the internet with a picture of herself in the mirror, just straight naked. Oh, yeah. And I remember now she's that. crying about, oh, my son is going to see my sex tape. And oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. That is just for the show. Let me tell you something. When I saw that and her mom was sitting on the couch, like, yeah, you need to get your lawyer on top of that. When sis, you were there encouraging her. Exactly. You were there at those photo shoots telling her to pose like that. Yeah, that's a good one. 
And that that is definitely something that we want to cover in part two, exactly like how it is that people have found this, uh, what the Kardashians are doing to be trendy because people are trying to catch up in the race of being to have what they have. And that goes back to the question of value. So definitely want to add that to part two. That's why it was so funny when she was like, you know, you every woman can have what I have. You just need to work hard. <laughs> what? What sis? What are we actually working on though? Let's talk about that. I bet she wouldn't want to have that conversation. Kev. Mm, mm. Hey y'all, what's going on? Good night, good night, ladies. Um, one of your callers, I've been listening for a while, kind of in and out of consciousness, but one of your callers made a really good, oh yeah, the day go, yeah, made a really good point about the, uh, the lust we have. And I think that's the central, I think that's the central problem. I think, um, cause like in Europe, Europe and other countries, people wear no clothes, they dance, there's nudity on TV, kids are, are exposed to a certain type of sexuality, mm-hmm. um, nudity, and all that other stuff without the lust, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I, I, I think we are overly lustful. I don't know if it's due to porn or, I don't know. Well, that goes with the body positive thing that we're talk- talking about, right? Like, with the little boy, the little girl, the woman coming down the slide and hitting the boy in the face with her butt, and yeah, in that country, it would probably be nothing. Like, oh, what's the big deal? She felt like, yeah. what's the big? Here, it's like, oh, the potential, the potential of. Like, and I even get pissed off when people make such an uproar about, oh my gosh, she was in the park with children and she just pulled out her breast to feed her child, oh. bitch. Every child at this park was breastfed. You done sucked on some titties. Why are we still getting irate and up in arms over a woman feeding her child with her nipples? That is that is what is the misinterpretation I was talking about earlier. And that those are the type of things that go viral. And people will be shaming a woman for doing what she naturally would do anyway, but it's okay for a little girl to put on some lip liner or somebody to put a lip liner on a little girl and a filter and full makeup and have her flicking her tongue and blowing kisses at somebody. If I was at somebody's house and your three-year-old walked up to me and went, uh, oh, (laughs) hey, hey, hold on here. (laughs) Like I am screaming bloody murder up in your house Okay, first of all, we have a conversation. Why did she do that? Who's who? What? Like, even if it's innocent, even if it it, it turned out to be nothing, the fact that it, if that child is doing that around someone who is going to be enticed or have the lust to want to take and that is there. it. Ooh. Because when I'm laying in bed Ooh. and my boobs might be out, and my five year old is a titty girl, she comes in here. And she's just tapping away at my boobs. And I'm just like, all right, come on, man. You can't do that to nobody else, okay? Right. It's not appropriate. And she was like, I know, but you could just give me a squishy toy and I'll stop playing with your boobs. And man, this is not how this works. You just need to learn to keep your hands to yourself. And playfully, she'll like squeeze my boob. And I'm just like, right. all right, you can't do that. And 
that's what it is. If if she was like touching my boob and squeezing my boob and nothing was being said and there was no conversation being had, that is the start of the issue. Because if you right. do that to someone who is not me, yes. Oh, they gonna have a call, they gonna have a conversation, they gonna have somebody come visit the house randomly, they gonna wanna talk to me about why I got pictures or artwork of women bodies and is this a safe place for a child is is you have to have a discussion so let's exactly. stop acting like these elephants in the room are not here oh right that part all right we got tiara and then we gonna summarize this part and then uh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll close up i appreciate y'all Look, I know y'all trying to get out of here, but let me tell you, it ain't nothing trendy about them bitches. See, y'all don't see. It's time for me to go. Y'all about to get me out of pocket. It ain't nothing trendy about them dang on witches. I've been over them these damn Kardashians. Chris don't do nothing but sit there and exploit them. And what trendy, trendy, like trendy? What are they trending? And <sighs> they they ain't did nothing, but. Uh, appropriate appropriate black culture to get them where they want to be in life and they damn mama ain't did nothing but exploit them for the millions and millions of dollars they have them damn witches ain't trending i'm over them i can't when they gonna go when they gonna be away i'm over these damn kardashians and these jenners and whatever the hell i'm over these folks when they when they gonna be gone when when is them gonna be over with because i'm done i'm I'm ready to stick a fork in their behinds too when their when their kids come out with the show now that yeah that right there with them little yays and little kind oh I'm, I'm gonna be like well let's see let's see what the results have put in let's hmm. let's yep. see this because that's yep. gonna be the raw television I need yes. that's what people will be, people will be watching to find out if they turned out like their parents and unfortunately yes they are trending because people see the money that comes with it. There's it's uh-huh. this lust for the money, and it's lust for the vanity, and th- that that is that is at the heart of what is what we're seeing, and that's why it's trending, and not for me, but for a lot of people who will make excuses. Well, they they're allowed to make the money that the way they want to make their money. Okay, we'll see uh-huh. in the next uh, twenty, twenty five, thirty years. We'll see how that turned out. Right. Yeah, I have to do that with my girls too because. They be touchy feely on me too, and I have to tell them about personal space. I have to tell them about personal space with each other and me. I'll be like, "Look, you cannot do that. Stop doing that. It's inappropriate. Y'all are, you know, you you gotta just teach them per- about personal space." Mm-hmm. Even Look, though I, my son used to squish our my, me and Kevin's belly, like. <laughs> Just you'll be in your sleep and you just like wake up to someone squishing. What? Why are you here? Stop this. And he will look at me like, well, you're in the I'm listen, I'm supposed to be here. You're wrong. Let me finish. No. Yeah. Squeezing my stomach. It's it's making me uncomfortable. And to this day, it's out of all my children, our youngest son is the most inappropriate. Like there are people like you ever played The Sims? No, I've never played it. There is, they give you different characteristics and some of the characteristics of some of these people, like this, the, the avatars or whatever is inappropriate, mm. like person that's inappropriate. They don't know their boundaries. They don't know. And there are children that just don't know. Like they're not, that's not what the, and it's to your point, which is why we have to have conversations with them to yeah. let them 
understand that there are boundaries, but child, I was like, okay, you, what you're doing here, if I, if I had not said anything, only God knows what else he would have found that he needed with his hand to go start squishing at somebody else's yeah. house. You know what I mean? And that sometimes it starts like that too. Sometimes it's not even a matter of somebody abusing a child. Sometimes it's a child not understanding their boundaries. And then of course, if you ask, open up access to giving them a cell phone and they're watching TikTok and now there, there's no uh, kind of, there's no um, uh, being vigilance. They're being vigilant. There's nobody watching to say, Hey, hold on a minute. Okay. I saw what you saw. Tell me what you thought about it. Okay. Why do you think about that? But anyway, like I said, part two, part two. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it went so fast. Yeah, that's what I always I know. tell my adopted little sister. Um, cause yeah, I know she's young and impressionable, and I know that um, unfortunately, some other children have been violated her age, like between the ages of four and nine. Oh, so I always tell her like, <clears throat> you know, always make sure she keeps her hands to herself, and that the people that she's around, whether it's her classmates or like an adult, make sure the adults and her classmates keep their hands to themselves. Right. I told her that none of them should be putting their hands on her butt. None of them should be putting their hands on her private area. Mm-hmm. None of them should be touching her mouth, like kissing mm-hmm. her on the mouth or nothing like yes. that. <clears throat> and none of them should be like rubbing on her chest, so, you know, like where her breasts would be if she, you know, starts to develop. Mm-hmm. So when, when I, when she starts to develop. So, and, and even now, like, I just tell her, don't let anyone touch any of your no-no parts, your no-no areas. Mm-hmm. Your butt, your, your vagina, your breast, your mouth. And- mm-hmm. That is also something we'll talk about in the yes. next um, yes. episode. Um, ah, so much. Mm-hmm. Kids, man. And of course it's awkward, but um, I would rather tell her that these areas should not be touched by any of her classmates or any adults. Um, you know, the only time that, you know, she would like be touched there like if her mom is like washing her up in the tub you know because she's between ages of five and eight or like you know if she's having trouble wiping her butt mm-hmm. you know because you have to teach her not to wipe thoroughly you know like you said feminine hygiene mm-hmm. but other than that no one should be like you know fondling or nothing like groping none of that inappropriate shit and damn sure no kissing because we all know kissing leads to other things yep yep um all of those things I would like to uh, thank everybody from listening in and sharing things and dropping uh, messages. Um, ooh, so much stuff to talk about next time. Uh, we're not sure when the next show would be the part two, but we will have the part two. Um, just got to check some scheduling stuff. But I wanted to share a few numbers. Um, I know we did touch on a lot of serious topics and a lot of... Um, things that may have happened in the past with people but the rape abuse and incest network number is 1-800-656-4673 the national eating disorder association number is 1-800-931-2237 if you are experiencing any type of domestic violence um whether you know of someone dealing with it or yourself, it's 1-800-799-7233. Uh, Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline is 1-800-422-4453. And Suicide Prevention, which we touch on on the next episode, is um, 1-800-273-8255. I am a person where I don't like talking about 
issues and problems if I don't have solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things that we talked about in this episode, the solution is just having a conversation mm-hmm. and not acting like it's not happening and not acting like you could put your kids in a bubble and shield them from the world that does not think like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about it. I'm not saying... You know, let me tell my child what a trans person is or what they do sexually because they might meet one one day. I'm not saying that, but teach them to just treat people no matter what they choose to do in their life with some respect. Uh, Teach them to treat themselves with some respect. And there are boundaries for stuff. I'm not saying that you can't watch this ever in your life. I'm just saying because you are eight and I am 35 mm-hmm. and I've seen some things appropriate for my age. You're not there yet. And when you are there, you're free to watch whatever you want to watch is mm-hmm. that. And if you live on this bubble where you're just like, well, I don't want my child to have to clean their room and I don't want my child to have to have, have rules and boundaries. And I think my child should be able to walk around my house naked. I think my child should be able to sit on uh, their dad's lap naked and my lap naked. And I think they should be able to do this and do that. And I, I, I have no problem bathing my 13-year-old myself and they don't have to do that either. Cool. But I'm not going to waste 20 minutes in your comments under your post bashing you for that mm-hmm. you know and 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 a lot of this is we just have to get to a point where we save our energy but at the same time as a mother as a woman as a human being you will never see me comfortable taking my kids to a park and watching a male or a woman rub on a child inappropriately or mm-hmm. do something inappropriate to a child and not speak to them directly for it or or get some type of authority that they have to listen to to talk to them about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't care if I don't know them from nothing. I'm not. If If I feel like a child is screaming and not wanting to go with someone, just like Eru said on a completely different episode, oh, we gon' we gonna have a problem. We gonna have to have to see something at the door. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong later, then I'm willing to be wrong later. But for right now, I'm not sure what this is. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out what the situation is. And until we start being like that for other human beings, yep. a lot of shit is gonna get through some loops. Yep. Um, good show, Eru. Yes, yes, it definitely was, and I, I was just saying, like, I was looking at the time, like, damn, we started it. I'm like, how did we, like, there was I know. <laughs> you had like a whole list of questions, and I know we, it, I, I know it came through in the themes throughout the night and different different uh, points that were made, but yeah, we definitely have to do a part two, part three. It's it really is an ongoing conversation discussion. Um, that needs to be had. And I remember when I first came on the stereo, this was like, me and Kevin were talking about this a bit, like child abuse. And it is something that I think not enough, it doesn't have enough vigilance. It doesn't mm-hmm. go viral enough for us to talk about just before it gets to the abuse part, right? There's a there's a whole conversation about this, what we were talking about, the imagery, the stereotypes, the um, the influence, the, um, the uh, discomfort, the taboo, all these things that nobody talks about and how it makes it to social media. And then you have people in the comments who don't, you know, who who either are for it or against it. And the people who are for it can't tell you why. 
they're just sort of perpetuating and parroting what they're seeing from other people and or nobody actually stepped in as an adult to have that conversation that you know you just can't put your hands and be squishing anybody's anything like none of those yeah. things happen right but what i would like for us to continue to talk about i would really be interested in what privacy laws are already on the books for how uh children are engaging with social media and then what responsibilities do parents have for that and i know right now everybody wants their freedom and they want to do what they want to do and it's my business and my child doesn't have to this and this and that well once you go to the internet nothing and you have your your pages are not private or anything or anything like that it is no longer just your business you can't mm -hmm. have to take and eat it too and be like well i get to uh, go, go, uh, publicize my child doing inappropriate things and you don't get to say anything about it this is my business no 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 it's too late now there's like a whole seven billion people that have access to what you just did now and everybody mm -hmm. has an opinion uh, i also want to talk about are we going to make standards go viral like can we figure mm. that out somehow um and then also the power of continuing to about the power of no or being the or or what it feels like to be the odd person out when you're trying to stand up for something that's right and being okay and confident with being that person there sometimes it you might just be that lonely voice <laughs> and everybody else is coming for you and sometimes i find myself being that lonely voice and i'm just like and i'll say it like i'm gonna be that person that says this i'm sorry i'm sorry but i'm really not sorry or sometimes i don't even say i'm sorry i'm just gonna be that person and Sometimes you'll have people who will support it and be like, oh my gosh, I'm glad somebody else said something. And you'll have a hundred other people that'll be like, you're being weird. Or that's, why would you even look at it that way? I'm asking the exact same questions of y'all too. Why are we all looking at it this way versus this other way? So I want to talk about that. And then of course, bring examples. Um, definitely share some pages. <laughs> definitely mm -hmm. let us look at what we're seeing, what we're talking about so that we can, we can be able to even examine it. Maybe I might be overthinking. Maybe I might be doing the most, or mm -hmm. maybe I'm not. Maybe I need to learn another perspective about what is it that we're saying that we want to have standards about, but I definitely think we should bring some examples and then we got to talk about the most. Okay. We got one more message. And then um, I just hope I'm raising kids that don't pull out their phones in an emergency and actually help. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Okay. Let me uh, play this message. Hey guys, um, thanks for this topic. This is a very interesting one. Um, I, just to um, just to add to everything, I think one of the other, I think another point is that um, you should never. I, I I don't believe personally in 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 um I don't believe personally in really um kind of just giving um different parts of your body sort of like fun names right um especially when it comes to kids yes. i think you should just give them the names that everybody yeah. would normally call them as because when you give them different names and if they are um open to any sexualized um you know um scene or any sexualized environment they're not going to necessarily relate to those names. So it's best to just give them. Correct. We'll talk about that. That's going to yes. go under. Um, what sexual language? Body appropriateness and things. Yes. Okay. Um, because, you know, there are grown men out here that don't know there's many holes to the human vagina. <laughs> yes. 
and women. <laughs> that too, sis. You can do things, magical things. You didn't know. Um, but yes, uh, I will edit this, um, chop and screw this, and have this up uh, Monday. Um, it will be on She Gets It Pod, uh, which is actually a podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. I will share clips on Shambi Pod and on IG and on Twitter and on TikTok. Um, other than that, I hope y'all come through for the part two. Uh, when there is a part two scheduled, I will promote it on um, at Shambi Pod and on uh, IG, as I always do. That is Eruk. You can find her on here and on IG and on Twitter. I am so happy this conversation didn't go left. I am so happy people um, kept it on topic and just really shared what needed to be shared. Uh, And I hope something was said to make somebody that does not have kids rethink how they, you know, may add to the negativity of this Mm -hmm. or speaking up about something. Um, Yeah. Good stuff. Yes. Y'all have a lovely night. Keep speaking up. Be the odd person in the room and be okay. Yeah. That's a fact. Bye. Bye.